ladies and gentlemen, David Krejci is still incredibly good. And we're back. Yes, we are. Holy crap. What a stretch from uh, the man everyone thought was washed, but clearly that might not be the case. Yeah, and if if we are actually starting on Krejci, which I'm completely okay with, um, like we did spend the whole episode talking about him if we want. I'm down for that. I, I there's a lot to say. <laughs> um, like we did criticize him earlier on in the season because, yeah, he had a slow start. He oh my god, didn't take him like twelve plus games. I think it was to score a goal. Like it wasn't it wasn't a great start. And obviously he's a he's a passer, but I mean. He's had a, how many goals since Hall got here? I don't exactly remember. Uh, I can't. Uh, let's see. I know he scored a lot more though. Um, One, two, three, four, five, six. Six goals in eleven games for playmaker David Krejci, and obviously Hall's at five goals, five assists. I think Smith's same thing: five goals, five assists since the deadline. That line. And obviously it being led by Krejci has done so well. And, you know, maybe it's because it's April and it's April Krejci and not just playoff Krejci, but looks really good. I still can't believe there's like a week and a half left of the season. That's like, I I feel like it's... Like if it was a normal year, obviously, you know, with the game differential, but I feel like it's there there's still like a month or two left, and then it's like, no, the the playoffs could be starting in two weeks. Yeah, everything's it's, okay. It's it's so weird. Like if theoretically, what they normally give them like at least one or two nights off after their last game. And I don't know. Oh, we were we, I feel like we looked at this another time, like, okay, when's the last game of the season? But then it's all yeah. over the place because yeah, of divisions like and whatnot. But like I don't think there's any East teams going past uh, probably past the twelve. So really, like could playoffs could start uh that Thursday, thirteenth. Probably they might want to go Saturday the fifteenth if they're doing East Division. I don't know what they're gonna end up doing if they're splitting like if they're just going to delay every single team or every single division that way the north can play at the same time and whatnot i mean it probably makes more sense to just you know have some of these series start so they're getting games in and there's actual things to watch and then you know maybe spread those games out more while we wait for the north and oh my god the west to get caught up to i think um so just looked at the league-wide schedule, and the last East game is that Tuesday. Yeah. 11. Okay. So there's no East games. Unless I'm missing something. No, it doesn't look like it. So, maybe a Thursday-Friday playoff start. I mean, oh my god, I'm not prepared for that. That's uh, <laughs> that's like 10, well, okay, not 10, that's like 12 days away. Um, yeah. yeah, no, that's, oh my god. Okay, I, uh, (laughs) oh no, that's not good. I mean, like, yes, playoff hockey, really excited for that, but, like, mentally. You're getting hot at the right time, too. Hopefully. I mean, 9-2-0 in the last 11. I mean, obviously, you hope that continues. Really, they should be, they should get up to 11-2-0, and then, I mean, they should also beat the Rangers. Oh, I'm sure, is Mackenzie Blackwood back from being hurt? Because if so, they're not winning a game. Just kidding, it's a back-to-back. He's not going to play both. Um, yeah, but it's still Wedgwood, who they like to make look like ah, uh, Broder. So the wood combo. Shit. Yep. Uh, yeah, no, that... I still can't... Like, Obviously, I'm sure we'll be talking about this towards the end of the week in our next episode once Mackenzie Blackwood makes another 40-save shutout. He's so good, especially against the Bruins. That's unreal. Like, Every time I think about it, it's like, holy shit. But anyways, we could talk about Blackwood another day. <laughs> and uh, we probably will. But at least at that, at that point, there won't be another game against the Devils. So, Future Bruin, let's go. Excuse me? <laughs> and who's who's going? Uh, 
The corpse of Brett Ritchie. The Brett Ritchie on the flame. Okay. Um, I don't know how they're going to... You know what? No, sure. Let's do it. I don't know how that's going to work, but it'll work. We'll find a way. <laughs> uh, I miss I miss, uh, anyways, the, uh, I miss the Brett Ritchie franchise player days. Yeah. Things are man, so much simpler. Before we couldn't go outside. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, couldn't. Not by choice. Um, <sighs> I... <laughs> We we went from Krejci to uh, franchise player Brett Ritchie, which honestly makes a lot of sense because there was that's, that that's a direct correlation because Krejci was at his peak when he was obviously with uh, Brett Ritchie. Plus, you know the player's definitely a franchise type guy when he makes his way into every episode. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, same, hey, same thing with Spooner, like both. Ryan Spooner and Brent Ritchie are franchise type players because they are always mentioned no matter what for no apparent reason, but it happens. So, you know, there's gotta be it. something good to them. Uh, there, there's our, there's our daily Spooner. And while we're here, uh, Hey Putin, just gotta, just gotta up, do- <laughs> hope you're doing well. I mean, that's what I'll say on this, but anyways, um PC version. Yeah. That's, Don't that's hurt any feelings. Thing. Yeah, I'm I'm sure Putin is uh He cares what you think. He <laughs> yeah. He has your notifications on for Twitter. I I know there are a few people that like do because they like instantly like everything. And I still just don't get why. I have no other point than that. It's just that's that's my only point. It's just why <laughs> Seems like everything comes back to just why. Yeah, no, that's true. It's that's that's the world. It's just a huge just question of why. And on that note, the David Krejci. <laughs> on that note, why? Of the devil. Why are the Bruins so good? Yeah, speaking of the devil, he opened the scoring in the Bruins Penguins game on April twenty seventh, which was uh, a week ago, pretty much. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, seeing as you didn't see the Thursday and Saturday games, uh, do you want to sort of take the Friday game that way, or not the Friday, oh my god, whatever day that was, uh, how did days work? The Tuesday game? Um, well, uh, considering it was, um, a last Tuesday game, I don't remember everything. (laughs) Remember too much? I'm just gonna say that Taylor Hall goal. Oh my the third God. period where he deked out Sid- Sidney Crosby, not some fourth liner, Sidney Crosby, and then wired it top shelf. I mean, we'll talk more about Taylor Hall and everything else to do with that line, but God, <laughs> that was awesome. And poor Tuca gets his shutout ruined with like two and a half minutes left. Yeah, it was a snipe by Carter, but like, I'm so upset at that. Shot. Yeah. Um oh yeah, but that that hall goal was oh my god. Uh, obviously there's the other hall goal off of Krejci's incredible deeks from the uh Thursday game that we'll also talk about, but like uh I've said it probably every single episode since Hall debuted as a Bruin, but for someone who said he didn't look confident in Buffalo, he's certainly confident now with the Bruins. I mean Every everything about that goal was just perfect, and I mean, was that? Oh yeah, no, that what that was uh, on Thursday too, where uh, it's kind of related. But like uh, when Hall scored against the Sabers, and then the Sabers were like, "Welp, it happened." <laughs> Taylor Hall <Yeah>. scores. <laughs> I saw that. That was awesome. You're just like, yep. <sighs> I don't know. There's so many good things to be said about Hall, and they'll be sad. Uh, but no, that goal was, that goal was perfect. Um, I, I still don't believe that like the Bruins actually have him and it's going like this well, like we, we talked about him like back, like February, March, like, yeah, you know what? He, I think the Bruins, like, we think the Bruins should take a shot on him. It would be worth it. Like if it doesn't work out, oh, well, but if it does, then that's really good. And wow, it's worked out. And like, with the last couple seasons, we've had to wait until the playoffs start to see, you know, 
the trade deadline acquisitions play well. Like, you look back to 2018, Rick Nash really didn't, although he was all right, I guess, but he really didn't start doing things until the playoffs. And then 2019, obviously, Coyle and Johansson. Coyle was probably, I forget what his points were in that regular season stretch, but then he took over in the playoffs. And then 2020, Kasha got hurt. Well, then the world ended. <laughs> it's nice to that see it all contributing right away, and you know it's diff- different to see. And you just hope and pray that that second line looks eighty-five percent as good as it has once the playoffs hit, at least. <laughs> yeah, because like we don't expect phenomenal it. And yeah, obviously the Sabers, which we'll get to, is not um, going to be your opponent in the playoffs. So. I don't know, but that second line is just unbelievable, and Hall has looked... Ooh, I don't... You know what I'll say? He's looked like his heart trophy self. I'll say it. I mean, you're right. All-around game, his defensive game also is there, too, which honestly is the most surprising part. <laughs> yeah. So, like, what? what more could you ask for? Maybe uh, a 100% shooting percentage, but whatever. I mean, oh, what's his, what is it up to now? Let me now see. Now that you just said that. Uh, let's see. Okay. So, in 11 games with the Bruins, his shooting percentage is a 13.9. And then overall in the season? Come on, don't be don't be like that. Five point six. Yeah, okay. I mean, hey, hey, it's it's almost doubled from the two point nine or whatever it was. So, uh, two point three. Thank you. Oh, okay. So it has doubled. <laughs> oh yes, almost. Uh, almost. Well, not quite, obviously, but almost tripled. Getting there. <laughs> yeah. No, it's. I don't expect that to still be like point per game level in the playoffs obviously because that's that's a whole different thing but just the consistent the consistent play that they've been having and just the overall i don't know what the right word is but they have just always looked like they're on the same page like everything seems to just go smoothly together for the three of them all together and it's just it works and then obviously individually yeah we've said enough like hall's defensive play didn't see that one coming. It's really good. Um, yeah. What were you uh, reacting to? But Oh, well, I'll get to that in a sec. But um, Leafs all day, you know, he, that guy, he tweeted last night um, some play Nick Foligno made defensively or something. And he's like, Taylor Hall doesn't make that play. Well, yes, clearly he does. Not paying attention to anything going on right now because, yeah, yeah, he would. He, and he what I was going to say was um, Taylor Hall has a 75% face-off winning percentage with the Bruins. How many has he taken? Four. Okay. Uh, four, but hey, we're, you know what? He was 18.2 in Buffalo with uh, uh, 11 taken. So... <laughs> you know what? It's... Like his points, he's on a better pace. <laughs> Yeah, for faceoffs as a winger. Bruins, obviously. He's got three less minutes with the Bruins than the Sabres, but he's looking like he's out there double that. Double the 15 minutes half the time. Oh, it's great to be a Bruins fan right now, and hopefully we can continue saying that for a couple months. For, like, yeah, two months? Because, I mean, Cup Final is going into July at least. That'll um, be weird. I mean, we basically had it last year although that was the cup final was what september yeah i was like it was late mm, yeah late october wasn't it or mid-october or no october something was ages it was late september i meant yeah yeah i mean <laughs> <laughs> at this point a july stanley cup final isn't gonna yeah. phase me much well, i'll be like okay <laughs> i'll say this but you won't understand it because you're not american but like july 4th game seven of the finals <laughs> hey if if a canadian team is in the finals, July 1st, Canada oh. Day, Game 7, boom. 
Wow. Or, or if it's Canada versus America, game six on Canada Day, game seven on the 4th of July. Boom. Let's do that. Ratings go through the roof. Hockey gods, let's go. Yeah, so we'll have Leafs Bruins. Um, the Leafs can win on Canada Day, game six, force to game seven. And then the Bruins at home uh, in game seven on the 4th of July will win the cup. Sounds good? I see no issues with this plan. I mean, I wouldn't like them to lose game six when they can close out, you know, the cup, but... Uh, you know what, at this point... If they win a game seven against a team wearing blue at home, I'll take it. Hmm. The blues? It, I, don't, I don't know who you're talking about. I, those guys don't exist. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um... I had one more thing I was going to mention from that uh, Penguins game. Oh, Lausanne's fight. Oh, yeah. Kicked another guy's ass. That's kind of unfair. <laughs> the other guy. Yeah, I feel like... No, there weren't any fights in the Sabres games, right? I an... couldn't tell you. Oh, yeah. There was a brawl, there was... kind of. Yeah, but... there was an almost fight with uh, Marshawn Pasternak and Darlene. But no. Let me just say, people saying that Marshan would lose in a fight to Darlene, come on, come on, come on. No. Is that what we're saying here? Come on. Come on. I mean, anyway, some yeah. people are, but we're not. <laughs> no, there's there's no way Marshawn loses a fight to Darlene. It could be a draw, but like a lost fight with Marshawn? The only thing that like, would help maybe against Chara. Darlene is the height, but... Yeah. But still, he seems like... Not the fighting type. But anyways, uh, yeah, back to what you were saying. And not the defensive type on the uh, Krejci goal, or on the Hall goal, but... Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was I saying? Uh, just the fight and how you didn't think there was any... Oh, yeah, no. I mean, on that. Yeah, it wasn't much of a point there. Um, if, you're, if that's all you really got for Pittsburgh game, that's, that's fine. Um, uh, yeah, just uh, Dukarask was almost a shutout, but Jeff Carter and, had to ruin it. And the player we... that seemingly Bruins fans have wanted for years. It's kind of funny. But... What do we say about him? Tuka. He's he's all right. He might he might have some hockey skills. I don't know. The only time will tell. Maybe if he actually wins a cup. All right, no, you're, no, you're, getting, you're getting kicked off. It's just me now. <laughs> Changing with Alex and Alex. <laughs> yeah, I just talked to myself. So what did you think yeah. of this? Well, you know... I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I'm glad you asked. Thank you for taking the time to acknowledge my existence. So, really, uh, Tuka Rask is elite. Um, and another player who we have no idea about you know, this this question of why, again, I guess in this case it's what, uh, on Wednesday. Because I, I want to jump in between the games just with this. On Wednesday, before practice, like before the main group practice, Andre Kasha was on the ice, along with, uh, who was it? I had it written somewhere. Let me just quickly find it. And no, I don't. I don't know. It was like Coleman McKaig, uh, Bleed. Like, the, the extras, basically. Um, obviously, like, there wasn't any video of it or anything like that. I don't know if he was wearing non-contact jersey or anything, but he was on the ice. Now... He exists. Good to know. Oh, yeah, good we know he he is alive. That's, that's good to know. Shout out. <laughs> is there a chance he returns at some point in the playoffs? Um, I say, given that he's missed since January, was it the first game or the second game that he got hurt? I think it was the second. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I'm going to say he does not, simply because of the missed time, only if there's injuries. I would be very surprised if they put him in. Yeah, I'm sort of of the same mindset. It's like injuries. Not fair to Kasha, in my opinion. I'm sure he. If you asked him, he'd say, "Oh, I want to be in. I want a chance to win the cup." But there, he hasn't played in coming up on five months. Once the wait, nope, four months. Once the playoffs start, and I just feel like 
throwing him into the fire like that is it, it could mess things up, especially if you know lines continue to play how they have been, which I mean we'll touch on in a in a second actually <laughs> of a certain line, but but yeah, I just I don't see it happening unless there's injuries. Yeah, either injuries will end, like, the thing that you were just sort of alluding to, unless, like, that bottom six just does not work. Or if, for some reason, the top six needs some sort of change and whatnot. Like, I I would think he might be healthy at some point, but I don't know if he would get in the lineup. I'm just going to go back to when I said injuries. Uh, knock on wood. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. We're, just yep, we're good. All right, good job. All right, anyways, yeah, no, but I also feel like if there is a couple injuries, there's probably a couple guys ahead of him to maybe get in before him, just simply because of having played in the last four months. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting. I I don't know. I, I don't see it happening, but hey, if you can come in and contribute, or you know what? If you can play a game without getting hurt, I'll clap. <laughs> yeah. Because I was... feel so bad for him. Yeah. He was so good in that Carolina series in the bubble. Ah, the good old bubble. Yeah, 80 years ago, but, you know. Yeah, I'm... I don't know, I doubt he gets in. But, who knows? I just just wanted to bring that up, considering, you know, he was there. Poor guy's only played eight games with the Bruins since he was acquired in February of 2020. <sighs> yeah. Um. Let's get to, I guess. Well, yeah, the Sabres game's great. So now it's just going to be me talking for 80 minutes. <laughs> let's do a quick run through of both, and then we'll. Yeah. The main points. So that Thursday game, it was the five-two win. Um, that was that was a really weird game. Um, like first period, I mean it was actually pretty eventful. He had Pasternak opening the scoring, obviously, uh, off the feed from Bergeron, just quick one-timer in, and then like I want to say it was like halfway through the first. Yeah, he had a pretty bad giveaway in the defensive zone and then Sabres scored like five seconds after that but then (laughs) I remember on the at the end of that first um I was I was about to say something about like how so all the conversation went from okay the Bruins can't score at five on five to now oh the Bruins can't score a five uh, power play goal and I was about to say that and then Krejci scored on the power play (laughs) with the buzzer beater and I was like Okay, that was I've... the only goal I saw. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it was a good one to see. Uh, oh, yeah. I won't complain. <laughs> but it was just like, actually, no, I, I kind of do want to get to that. Um, like the fact that we were always complaining. Oh my god, they can't score at five on five. But like, hey, the, at least their power play works. And now it's the complete opposite. It's like we can't have one we'll without them. the other. <laughs> or. No, other way. <laughs> Only one can exist at a time. Bruins five on five goals or Bruins power play goals, and it's just like, why? Why can't we have both? <laughs> why? Literally. I feel like I feel like this episode might just end up being called "Why" um, <laughs> at this rate, but no. Um, back to that game. Uh, the second period was basically just all Rask. It was. It was really just Rask, Rask, Rask. Um, no goal You're scored in that of, period, but you kind of period. I mean, yeah. Uh, not gonna complain or argue that. Um, no, heck no. But uh, then the third comes along, and Bruins have a bad, bad play in the defensive zone, and Reinhardt scores, and it gets tied. And you're against the Sabres tied in the third. And it's like, oh, they're going to do this, aren't they? They're going to find a way to lose this game. And then somehow, Charlie Coyle found a way to actually score an NHL goal. 
and I I didn't believe it when I saw it, and I was like, thank God, but it was just like, that was such a long time coming. Oh my, dude, I was, so I was watching the uh, NFL draft during this game, so I really wasn't paying too much attention to this, and I checked Twitter, and it was like right at the good time when it scored, when Coyle scored that beautiful individual effort of a goal and it my timeline exploded i was like oh my god and it's like i was like oh watch it be some kind of like i don't want to say cheap goal but like some kind of tap in or something you know but obviously anything to get you off that goalless streak like like corrali's goal in the uh saturday game (laughs) yeah but once i saw the replay of it i was like holy Nikes, I won't swear. I probably will in five minutes, but I think you already did. But <laughs> ah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, but what a wow! That was that was great to see, and you know, you hopefully that leads to more goals because you can't have your third line center go twenty eight between <laughs> goals. And I mean, in the same way, you can't have your fourth line center go like thirty games in between goals too. Um, yeah. Brown. But, like, it was much more concerning with Coyle, obviously, especially given that he makes five and a quarter. But, um, the next, like, six years. Yeah. Yeah. So, Coyle scored. It was, it was a great, like, it was a really good goal for him. Uh, obviously, you can say it's the Sabres all you want, but, like, it's something. And hopefully, you can get him going. Uh, the Richie Crowley Coyle line, which is, it's a line. Uh, it did, it did actually look good. Uh, in the in the games against the Sabers, which I did not expect whatsoever, because I didn't I'm think that, that that combination of players would work. But I mean, it worked in the games against the Sabers. That's what I'm saying. Games against the Sabers. That's why I'm still like, there's a big question with the bottom six because you gotta get, you gotta have them face real competition. Um, but I I I like the line. They, they had some really good offensive. Uh, chances in the uh saturday game too but no it was it was good to see coil score and then after that oh crichy uh what what a goal comes in on the right side dangles Darlene, and then toe drags it past i believe it was yoki haru to set up hall for the wide open net i mean if you're taylor hall you're having the time of your life that is like the easiest goal he's probably ever scored and <laughs> to be able to play with Krejci and Smith, like, oh, it must feel so good for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I again, I saw the timeline explode. I saw you tweeted something like Krejci, oh my god, or something like that. And then again, I saw the replay, and my jaw was smashed through the floor into the basement. Because, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, for legal reasons, I said David Krejci. Wow, just wow. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. Yep. Thanks for fact checking me. I, I, I was already, I was already on it, so I was just, I was just yeah, scrolling no. back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. No. I what I I don't have any words for that. That's that was incredible. Yeah, I definitely going to be uh, seeing that in. Uh, in any uh, hype videos that are made for the playoffs, which, oh crap, I might have to make one. God damn it. Uh, okay. Well, anyways, um, yeah, had that happen, and then uh, Marshawn, I'm pretty sure went bar down from like the Bruins zone on the empty net. Like I'm pretty sure. I, I think they said it was like 130 feet out. Yeah, and he went bar down on the empty <laughs> net. I was like, how in the world do you do that? Like, I guess when you're good, you're good. <laughs> like, let's be real. That probably wasn't intentional, but like... Ah, come on. You need to be that skilled to even be able to do that in the first place. So, <laughs> I yeah, no, that was that was just like, how in the world? Uh, and then also with the buzzer, or at least like 10 seconds ago, everyone thought Clifton scored, but then I guess he didn't, which... I'm, Aww. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't happen, sadly, but... Yeah, that was basically... That was basically that. Um, Can we just talk about Marshand and 
what a season he has. Like he won't he won't get the heart. That I think that's pretty fair. Connor McDavid exists. Yeah. There should be divisionally based awards this year too. I just think with only playing the divisions that you're in should have like what's it called? <laughs> Looking for a fancy word, but I can't find it. So just division by division awards. I think that's fair. Because yeah. Brad Marchand is everything you'd look for in a heart trophy winner besides like Discipline. probably twenty more assists like McDavid or something. <laughs> yeah. I mean actually I don't mind the idea of like divisional winners, like trophy winners this year, but like if you did something like that where it's sort of like an honorary thing, it's not like the official trophy. Like just oh, yeah. have have that and then also like, okay, of those four who actually wins the heart, Selkie, whatever. Cause like that would that I think, yeah, given this year the fact that you're only playing within your division, like I mean I think Marshawn's top of the East in points, but like then you have six other players ahead of him that are Matthews, Kane, McKinnon, Marner, Dreisaitl, and McDavid. So like, yeah, it's actually I think the closest East player is, are Panarin and Crosby. They both have six less points than Marshawn, although Panarin's only played forty-one games. But we don't talk about that. Um, but no, I, think what he might have been able to do had that whole uh, Putin thing. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> But uh, I just want to quickly say something about uh, McDavid. So he's got 58 assists on the season. <laughs> Stupid. Um, let's just put it this way: only let's see, two, only eight players have more than 58 points. <laughs> <laughs> How many goals did he have? 29. <laughs> oh my god! He has 87 points in 49 games. What's that pace for a full 82? I think it's got to be 140 something. Uh, I believe it is, yeah, it's 145.9, so 146. Yeah. <laughs> and and even like, then, that's a 48.5, so 49-goal pace. So, like, he would almost be having a 50-goal year with 145 points if it was a normal year. Yeah. McDavid is stupid. Yeah, and then second in the league in points is oh Leon Dreisaitl. Yeah, sixteen points behind. Point. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my God! And what is? I don't even know what their playoff. Okay, they're second in the division. Looks like they're probably gonna finish in that position should they not lose every game the rest of the way. But I actually thought they were maybe lower than. I thought they were maybe third. But okay, okay. No, I think. I think what's going to end up happening with the North, since we're talking about that, is oh, you're going to have Toronto-Montreal, most likely, oh, yeah. and yep. then Edmonton-Winnipeg, and then from that, you're going to get McDavid-Matthews in a second round, which definitely going to watch that but... one. <laughs> I'm sorry, but people say Matthews is better than McDavid. Oh, what absolutely not. I... <laughs> I, like, sure, I'll say Austin Matthews is the better pure goal scorer, but this is also kind of like an Ovechkin versus Crosby type argument. Yeah, One's a goal scorer, one's, honestly, surprisingly, a goal scorer mixed with, like, a billion assists. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's like, Ovi is yeah, the but... generation, probably the best goal scorer of all time. And then Crosby is one of the best players of all time. There's yeah. a difference. It's it's so it's so funny. Like McDavid, you know, everyone says, "Oh, he racks with the assists," which yes, he does. But here are his goals by season, starting in 2015-16 as a rookie. He had 16 goals in 45. He followed it up with 30 30 goals. Then he had back-to-back -back seasons of 41, <laughs> and then 34 last year in the shortened season, uh, and then. This one, he's got uh, twenty nine and forty nine. That's it's it's just so stupid. Yeah, his career shooting percentage is fifteen, which is <laughs> uh, pretty good, I would say. Yeah, he has ten game winning goals this year, which is the highest in his career. Uh... Yeah, McDavid is stupid. 
He's stupid. I, I just, yeah. <laughs> Breaking news, McDavid. Stupid. He's just stupid good. That's, uh, that's all that's able to be said about him. Yes, but... I do not um... want to face the Oilers in a... Well, I want to face the Oilers in a uh, semifinals. I don't want to face McDavid. I just hope McDavid, like, elbows somebody in the head again. And then, well, but he won't get suspended. Well, I'll do it enough times, and maybe he'll get a game, and that'll be enough to... <laughs> yeah, but then you have to deal <laughs> with Dreisaitl. Better than dealing with Dreisaitl and McDavid. That's fair. Anyways, <laughs> should we move on to the Saturday game? We've... Uh, <laughs> talking Oilers. Yeah. Let's go. Um, yeah, so Saturday... Um... Again, I didn't watch, so please uh, tell me all the details besides Craig Smith being the best goal scorer since Brett Ritchie, or no, Jimmy Hayes. Oh my god. And Frank Vetrano combined. (laughs) That's sad and stupid. Um, But yeah, so obviously, uh, oh my god, where did it go? Yeah, 6-2 win on Saturday, again against the Sabres, so like, eh. Sabres had 19 shots, Bruins had 43 um, Swayman wasn't that for that one. I mean, he played okay. Uh, wasn't like too much to say about him there, but overall, yeah, the Bruins just ran away with this. Craig Smith scored really early on. It was just Hall, Craig G. Smith, tic tac toe, and then the Bruins had four minutes of power play time. So obviously, Riley Shan scored shorthanded. Uh, so that tied it. And then something I did not expect. Sean Corrali actually scored a goal first in 30 games first since I think it was February 6th um I will I will be the one fact checking this one it was either 6th or 8th oh okay well I take it back it was a single digit day in February alright you should have said that then no I'm just kidding (laughs) but yeah Corrali scored obviously it was a rebound goal uh, it was nice to see him sort of jump into the glass, even though there were no fans like right there. But hopefully he can get back to, you know, something. Although playoffs are two weeks away, so we'll hopefully we'll get big game Corrali, big goals only. Who knows? Um, then the second obviously got uh, Bergeron just tapping in Lazar's point shot, uh, and then then the third it sort of just continued Richie tipped home Grizzlick shot and then Smith got his second in the game off a great feed from uh Mike Riley who we, ha- who we still haven't talked enough about um and then like six minutes to go in the game Bruins power play uh Krejci feeds Smith in front Smith tips it in boom gets the hat trick first um Bruins player to get a hat trick uh, that isn't on the top line, so that isn't Bergeron, Marshawn, and Pasternak since Jimmy Hayes in 2015. Um, you know, that's that hurt, but it wasn't surprising necessarily. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of surprising that Krejci didn't at least have one. Or like, even someone like DeBrusque hasn't gotten one. Like, you would think some of the guys would have, but nope. Um, oh, wait, wait, hold on. I think I... Oh, wait, wait, hold on. Wait. Wait, really? Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Hat tricks in first year with the Bruins. Yes, that's that's the other stat. Oh, well, okay. Because <laughs> he's the, he's the first Bruins that. player okay. with the hat trick. That is yeah, the top line that's... since 2015. And then... When for... was David Krejci's last hat trick? Jeez. I have... Oh. Has he had one? He's had six hat tricks. Re... Allegedly. Supposedly. Okay. Let's uh. see. His last one was... Oh, 20... Wait. That's 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 not oh, real. Oh, Bergeron, Marshall, no, Pasternak, not Krejci. Oh. Okay, did not oh. see that. Wow, okay. okay. I was well, going to say, he had one in 2018 against the Penguins. Remember with Rick Nash, Brian Gianta in that game? Oh my right god. Right before the playoffs? Bruins ended up winning like 7-3 to three or something like that. But, yeah, anyways. Uh, Craig Smith? <laughs> <laughs> so we just had the stat wrong. Cool. 
Um, yeah, no, Craig Smith, uh, he's a he's a pretty okay player. You could say that. But no, that again, that entire second line is just so good. Um, not enough Cassidy to be said about all that. of us saying we wanted uh, Paul Krejci pasta and said, "Well, take this." <laughs> Take this, Take this, and it's instead. been a point per game for all of them, basically. Uh, that's just... And I, I don't mean this in any disrespect to Craig Smith, but from didn't what I this. saw of those goals... Yes, didn't expect it, but from what I saw of those goals, just great feeds from Krejci twice and Mike Riley. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to do a whole lot for them, but you know that's the beauty of having... A playmaking center and a excellent puck moving defenseman because that <laughs> Mike Riley's been unreal. Oh yeah. yeah, and I meant to point this out, but two of these three games we're talking about, he didn't get to twenty minutes time on ice. Is there a problem? Is he over in Boston? I don't know. I'm just kidding. Wh- which player are we talking about? <laughs> Mike Riley. Oh. Uh... It was a joke because in the last episode we talked about how he keeps getting over 20 minutes. Oh, well, he, okay. He did get it in the last, or wait, did I just open it? was the, I Thursday the wrong one. one. Where? I am so lost. Whatever. Yeah, sure. Hockey. <laughs> My tabs are all messed up. Whatever. Uh, yeah. Hockey stuff. Yeah. Hockey stuff. Yes. Um, so really from that game. Obviously, you didn't see it. I will say, DeBrusque, Lazar, Coolman. It kind of worked. Uh, they had some good yeah. offensive chances. I didn't realize that was a line. <laughs> it, it wasn't like, you know, an incredible game from them. But it was like, you know what? Solid enough. DeBrusque played 17 minutes. Coolman 14. Lazar, 14. Uh, they actually played more time than uh, Hall, Krejci, Smith in that game, which I did not expect. But I guess it was probably like, okay. We're down more, so just eat up minutes. But or we're up a bunch, eat up minutes. Um, but no, I I kind of liked what they uh they gave in in that game. I'm interested to see what's gonna happen with them going forward. Whether that's actually gonna be a line or not. I if that's the fourth line that you got DeBrusque, Lazar, Coolman, I am certainly down for that. Uh, I don't know what the lineup's supposed to be like Monday, Tuesday, because um, it's like Cassidy didn't say anything about forward changes. He only said that both Miller and Carlo will each play a game, uh, either Monday or Tuesday. So who knows? Uh, but I'm I'm interested to see that. And we kind of touched on it earlier, but I'll get into the, this this next thing, which is how in the world. Are there only six games left? Well, you see, when the NHL announced the return to play program, they announced that there would be 56 games in the season. All right, I'm not liking this. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, if you play 50 games, what's 56 minus 50? No, I'm just kidding. But, oh, oh my God, the amount, of, the, the amount of sixes on the Bruins standings. I just noticed uh, they have six OT losses and 66 points right next to each other. And then their points percentage is a .660. Good thing it's not .666. Speak of the devil. In... Wasn't, that a... Wasn't that a title we used earlier? Um, it might have Something been, like actually. That. I would not be shocked. Oh, five on five goals are the devil. Yeah. That's what it was. Ah, I knew something with the devil. But yeah, no, uh... Obviously, 56 games. We're not used to that, but still, it feels like it was just the beginning of February, and we were talking about Lake Tahoe, and now here we are, about two weeks out from playoffs, and it's crazy, but yeah, I won't complain. Get the playoffs here. I'm ready. Team looks ready. I'm excited. Yeah, this... I actually did kind of want to bring this up, because uh, Zach asked... Uh, asked us questions in uh like in our uh in our group chat and he asked like oh well you know do you like your chances going to playoffs better and like how far do you think the Bruins can go and absolutely love the chances of the Bruins um 
so much better now because like I mean they're nine two and in their last eleven since the deadline. Like everything has been going well. Minus, you know, there's been the occasional defensive breakdown and there's been sort of still just the big questions in the bottom six where it's like, we don't exactly know what's happening here. Uh, the top six is playing well enough. So as long as we can get the bottom six sorted out in the next six games, which I mean, two games against the Devils, two games against the Rangers, you definitely have time to sort of try things out, not to count the Rangers out, but like the Bruins need one more point or the Rangers. Actually, yeah, transition to this too, like. In terms of clinching a playoff spot, the Bruins clinch. They can clinch tomorrow night if they ever if they either get a point or the Rangers uh, don't win. So, you know, who do the Rangers be, play? Uh, Caps, I believe. So, all right. So, <laughs> I I hope. You I think. mean, I would like the Rangers to win, but then I would also like the Bruins to win because keep the Caps yeah, points do down and then. Just the Bruins, you know, win. But also the Bruins are playing the devil, so they better be winning. Um Your word. Yeah. <laughs> Your mouth for God's ears. <laughs> they should. Doesn't mean they will. I feel like they might have the worst record against or no, their worst record is probably against the Islanders, never mind. But it's the Islanders and then the Devils probably. But at least from what I remember season yeah the season has felt so short and so long at the same time like thinking back to those like like those january like february games it's like what happened what happened then like yeah sure i can remember the opening now shootout win because i was like how in the world did that happen like any of the other games after that it's like what happened like yeah february lake tahoe kind of a blur yeah it's sort of just all blended together but granted that's sort of how time has been in the last uh what, 14 months? Jesus. Yeah. Um, I, I want to ask uh, you this, because I also just, like, asked the timeline, and we kind of talked about it last time. Who's your ideal team that the Bruins play in the first round? Obviously, choices are Penguins, Caps, Isles. <sighs> Probably the Penguins, mostly, but also not them. I don't know. I mean, all three yeah. are tough matchups because every team you think of, well, actually this team, but then you're like, oh, wait, but they have blah, 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 or they do blah, blah, blah. That makes them a really tough opponent, but I don't know. Yeah, because it's like... Uh, I'd stick with the the Penguins because the Capitals, Chara... Hathaway, Wilson, I'd like to avoid that a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then the Islanders are just the Islanders and the Bruins are the Bruins this year. Yeah, if you're facing the Caps, you want to face them in the second round after they've beaten up another team and hopefully kind of gotten beaten up too. Cause, wow, you know, Alex hoping, hoping for Tom Wilson to get beat up. I mean, if it's Tom Wilson we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> I think about 15,000 people are have their pens out ready to sign that petition. <laughs> yeah. No, but like, really, like if, if you're playing the Caps, you want to face them after they're already a little banged up because that's what's going to oh, yeah. happen in the playoffs. Yeah. Like, you don't want to be the first team that they're playing. And, you know, especially given the Caps in the second round, you know, that especially if there's a break uh, in between the end of the regular season. Oh, yeah. Because I don't know. I don't know how long they're going to wait. I would figure they just get the divisional. By divisional, like playoff rounds started as early as they can, and just not worry about the other teams like mm-hmm. finishing. I don't know how they're going to want to do that if they want them to all be in sync, but that would kind of, I don't know. I so, think I think yes. they might start like the East and then do like two or three days in between games instead of just like the one day off and then back the next night. I think they might just space it out a little more just to give them time to catch up, but. Who knows? The NHL hasn't really said anything on that, but we should know. I would think we know by next week because, yeah, we would have to. <laughs> so, but yeah, I I sort of have the same idea where it's like, I'll, I would probably want the Penguins the most, but it's not like, a, oh yeah, please give me the Penguins because it's like, <laughs> they still have Crosby. Malkin is going to be back for the playoffs, I believe. Like, that's still a good team overall. 
Um, Latang has surprisingly been good, I think, this year too. Yeah, and I Jeff think... Carter has not been awful in Pittsburgh, <laughs> which I did not expect. Um, so Latang has forty-one points in fifty-one games. Jesus. Okay. And I know points isn't the best metric for a defenseman, so I'm sure he can still be taken advantage of in his own zone, but you know, that's a threat from the back end, and you know, like you said, Crosby plus probably Malkin and, you know, Mr. Jeff Carter, who I guess knows how to snipe on Tuca, (laughs) but okay. And then you also have the Caps, where it's Kuznetsov, Backstrom, Oshie, Wilson, Ovi, and then obviously the more physical guys uh, like Brendan Dillon, Garnet Hathaway, Tom Wilson, Zidane Chara. Like the only thing that I see at the Caps when I'm like, okay, that's a weakness is their goaltending. And honestly, same with the Penguins. It's like you can take advantage of Jari and DeSmith and you can definitely take advantage of uh, Samsonov and uh, who's the other... Who is the other goalie in Washington? I can't think. Oh my god. Um, uh, just quickly pull them up because um, I can't think of this for the life of me. Oh, uh, Vitek Vanacek. Although he's hi, yeah, hi. he's actually started most of the games for them. So yeah, I Vanacek has a nine oh eight save percentage. Samsonov has a nine oh two. So yeah, if if you're looking at the caps, that's the one thing you can take advantage of. You know, if you can get past all of like if you can get past their massive. D, uh, D core and forwards and everything, like that would be a really chippy series against the Caps, and like it would be against the Penguins too. But then, but then you have the Islanders, where it's like, okay, Bruins did not win in New York, like that did not happen. But they're also definitely not the same team that they were during those games, like oh, absolutely not. So it's like I'm not going to be opposed to that but still i hate that defensive system like it's it's a good system hate playing against it and (laughs) so it's like do we want do we want to play the islanders probably not um but i i don't know it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see what happens how that all plays out obviously yes the bruins still have to officially clinch but they need one more point in the next six games to do so so i think I think they'll be okay there. And really, um, I mean, they still have a shot at first in the division. It's going to take a bit of a bit of maneuvering of the other teams. But, I mean, if they were ne- to win the next two, they'd be one point back at Pittsburgh for first in the division. So who knows? Um, I would think they finish third or fourth, though, like when all is said and done. Like, they're definitely not going to keep on this winning streak for the next six games. But, I mean, I wouldn't complain. Uh, and really, it's... again, your mouth to God's ears. <laughs> yeah, and really, it's not going to matter too too much uh, who they play yeah. because they can beat any of those teams. Even though we just talked them up, and we're like, yeah, I these are good totally teams. wouldn't be surprised if any of these four teams made a run for the cup. Honestly, oh yeah, I yeah I could see Crosby, Ovi, I guess Barzell and Bergeron lifting the cup like. It wouldn't surprise me at all, you know. It's like we, everyone knew it's a damn good division. Maybe a little mm-hmm. top heavy, but yeah, I... <laughs> yeah. It's like you got basically like the top three in every division, where it's like, yeah, those those teams can probably well, okay, top three, and then Minnesota. Although Minnesota's been really good this year, but like you have the top three in every division outside of the North, where it's like, yeah, they could definitely make a run for the cup. North is a little different, though. It's like, yeah, I could see Toronto making it. Edmonton, not so much. Winnipeg, probably not. I said Mike Smith's been good lately, though. He has, which I not expected. Wow, an Oilers goalie being all right? Wow. He's got a 924 save percentage on the season. And 27 starts and 28 games he's appeared in. Smith to the Bruins for Rask? Oh, shut up. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Um, on that note, 
let us actually okay let us pray yeah let us pray let us get to questions but before then i have two cap friendly uh armchair gms oh the episodely segment yeah i I had i had to bring them up so obviously this is for this coming off season now they have the bruins re-signing kasha one year 1.5 that's fine. Two years, uh, 900k for Frederick, and three years, 3.5 per for Carlo. Uh, basically all fair. Uh, Krejci, one year, 5.5 million. Um, Rask, two years, 6 million per. Mike Riley, two years, 3.5 per. And then re-signing Kevin Miller for 1.25 mil. And then also signing Marcus Johansson, because why not, for 2.5. As well, Get the band back together. As well, a five-year deal. Um, for Taylor Hall at 6.1 per. I don't think you give him five years. That's too much. But And then they have uh, Richie and Clifton going to Seattle. I don't know how that's going to work. Um, then they have... It's uh, interesting. Cap dumping more to the Devils. And then the trade, which I just... Josh Manson and... Or Josh Manson have retained and Ricard Raquel to the Bruins for Jack Ashaw, Erho Vakanainen, and Jake DeBrusque. Now, that makes the lineup Marshawn, Bergeron, Pasternak, Hall, Krejci, Smith, Johansson, Coyle, Raquel, Frederick, Lazar, Kasha, and then Grizzlick, Carlo, Riley, Grizzlick, McAvoy, Riley, Carlo, Zaboro, Manson. But, whew, that trade is not ever going to happen. <laughs> but at least the Bruins will be getting a uh, seventh round pick in 2022 from the Devils in that cap dump. So, I mean, really? Ooh. Nothing nothing wrong with this? <laughs> um, and then the other one I had, just just to... It's weird. Uh, two years, 2.3 per for Carlo. That's not going to happen. Two years at 1.2 for Frederick, and then three years at 3 mil for Richie, and then two at 6.5 per for Rask, uh, one year, 4.8 for Krejci. Uh, Riley at 2.6 for two years. Um, they're going to sign Taylor Hall five years, 6 million per. And then despite extending Rask for two years, they're going to go out and sign Chris Drieger four years, 4.4 per. He's had a good year in, in Florida, but it's been one good year. Um <laughs> This person says, uh, I think the signing of Draeger would make sense. After Tuca, he would be the starting goalie for Boston. They would play like 30 to 40 games each. I know Swayman is supposed to be the next big one, but IDK, I would see Draeger with them. Uh, yeah, you would be paying um, 11 million for the two of them. No, for Raskin Draeger, so no thank you. But then the trade that they have here. Uh, I'm scared. To, to Give me a second to brace. It's actually... it's. Like, it's not too bad, but I was just like, uh, okay. okay. DeBrusque, okay. Stednika, and a third to Dallas. Oh. For a fifth-round pick, and Alexander Radulov. So that makes huh. that makes the lineup Marshawn, Bergeron, Pasternak, Hall, Krejci, Radulov, Richie, Coyle, Smith, Frederick, Lazar, Wagner. Eh, he's Russian. <laughs> that don't work. That oh, don't yeah. work on these that, parts. That might be true. The Bruins would not get him. I, I, the thing I don't understand about this is why would the Bruins go out and get Chris Drieger, especially a four-year deal after one good year in Florida, when you have Swayman and Vladar who played well this year, and it seems like Swayman is getting that backup position, which leads right into one of the questions from Cam at Sway Butte. He said, based on Cassie going with Rask and Swayman lately, is it safe to say Halak is gone by the offseason? And, uh, well, yes. <laughs> I'd say that's uh, a certainty. Yeah, it was, I mean, we already basically assumed that even before Swayman and Fladar sort of were playing this year. It's like, yeah, probably re-sign Rask and then Halak's probably Maybe not gone. by the offseason because can't trade him. Oh well, yeah, but like during the off season. <laughs> I know. I just, I just. Oh yeah, no. Day one, he's gonna sign. Ooh, um, I'm not even gonna try to guess what team he signs with. 
sends. Hopefully a team hopefully a team tries to make him a starter and he can play in a team that loses to the Bruins, but Okay. Yeah, no, definitely gone. Unfortunately. Thank you, Yarrow. Happy trails. Yeah, and sort of having a he definitely has not had an amazing year. Um this year. And he's not even starting over Swayman right now. Because Swayman's getting the Tuesday start and Rask's getting Monday. But like still 909 save percentage this year, 2.45 goals against average. That's in 16 starts. Um, but I don't know. It's it's going to be weird when Halak inevitably <laughs> leaves. Because it's like this last season I know has left like a, I don't know what's the right word, like a bitter taste in some people's mouths. Because like, yeah, he's letting some bad goals and whatnot. But like he hasn't had a bad year. And I still don't understand why he hasn't still been starting. Like, obviously, Swayman's been really good. Like, I'm not going to deny that. But it's like, I don't know. You kind of still want to get a lack in some games. And maybe that happens more, like, in those last few games of the year to rest, to, to rest, to rest, rask. But I don't know. Definitely, when all is said and done, though, definitely going to look back on Halak's time in Boston, like, really positively. Because he was the... He's been oh, the, for perfect, sure. the perfect 1B exactly with Rask. Ruins and Tuka needed. Yeah, really. Given Rask all, right. all the time in the world. <laughs> yeah. All uh, right. Oh? Give me the next one. Oh, okay. Uh, let's go with... Um, <laughs> from Officer Bravo 64. Uh, is David Krejci elite? Legend. He's good. You're not going to call him elite? Final. David Krejci is elite. Um, that was one of the quick ones. And this this question is sort of iffy, but like, what do you think the top five Bruins additions are this season and last? Because last season was cut short, so we didn't see some of them. Yeah, it's... I'm not going to say top five. I'm going to cut it and say top three. And... Paul, Riley, Richie. I, uh... I'm going to disagree with you there and say Hall Riley Smith. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean Yeah, I guess. Yeah, he's I feel like, guy. I feel like I had to throw one in from last year. Yeah, and can't all be twenty twenty one. Come on, Alex. <laughs> You're right. And also it's kind of a little premature to say Hall, given that it's been 10, oh, I love 10 11 I, games, but what are you gonna say? Okay, I, I love everything about it, and he's been great. Leave me alone. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna say what I want to say. But no, <laughs> I, I I would say Hall too. I I Kasha oh, is number one. Kasha, Callum Booth, and uh, Greg McKeg. Legends. <laughs> I, I think uh, I think that's the answer he was looking for there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then uh, last question from at Tumby time. So he asks, how exciting is it to finally see the Bruins have a complete second line with Hall now? Krejci finally getting the help he deserves and the second line has been crazy. Uh, well, it's... Uh, breaking news, it's good to see. you love <laughs> it. It's No, it's awesome. It's just a thrill to watch. You know, gone, uh, well, I guess knock on wood again. Gone are the days of first liner bust for a goal. Yeah, no, it's first and second liner bust. Hey, I don't know. Don't let Corrali get hot. I I mean, please do. <laughs> please let him get hot. That would be very <laughs> beneficial for this team. But big if true. But yeah, no, it's we can't we can't say enough about it. It's so nice to have two good lines and yes it's been 11 games so i'm trying to not you know get too far ahead of myself or anything in saying this but like it's it's been really good and it's it's uh really encouraging um yeah and on that note it's we're at about just over an hour so we can kind of end it here unless you have anything else to add uh do the usual covid precautions have fun responsibly that's a word yes. um and hey it's the end of the school year for a lot of people 
Ace those finals. Don't fail. Don't get held back. Thank you. <laughs> that's that's the most important message. Yeah. Um, <laughs> don't die and don't fail. <laughs> as always, yes. Wear a mask. Uh, stay away from others as best as you can. Be safe. Get vaccinated if you can. If your country is really slow, like Canada, um, then you wait your turn. <laughs> hey, I can get it. Or book by the end of the month so you know what it's it's progress hey Um, there you go and on that note uh thank you for listening let us know what you thought as always which doesn't happen but uh you know you can always do that and uh, we'll see you in about a week and also i always i I have to mention it taylor hall boston brewer oh oh okay Okay, so you said Taylor Hall's Boston Bruin, big of two. And we also forgot to mention, uh, Brandon Carlo's returning. Uh, that's great. Looking forward <laughs> oh to that. Good for him. Yeah, I kind of touched uh, on it so, in the lineup. But yeah, no, he's he's playing Monday or Tuesday. Um, yeah, we didn't. Good for him. Yeah, hopefully. Kevin Miller and him alternating games. Awesome. Hopefully nothing happens. Uh, oh, shit, you got to knock on wood. Before then. Oh, wait, the Bruins play the Caps, don't they? Uh, sit okay, Carlo for that game. Two helmets. <laughs> Do not play Carlo on the second half of that back-to-back because they play the Islanders and the Caps. Do not play Carlo in that Caps game. We know what happens. Nope, We've seen this movie before. But yeah, um, that's all we got. Peace out. <laughs>